Welcome back to The Print, volume number five. Sorry for the interim in between uh, last episode and this one. We've been busy, but uh, we're still here. We're still making podcasts. Don't worry. Don't worry. We have not forsaken you. But uh, yeah, there's been a lot happening in our lives since the last time that we recorded. Uh, I've been in school, learning calculus. Uh, Monty's been... Good question... Um, having the best corn dogs ever the world's best corn world's dogs. Best. actually yeah shout out uh they're not paying us in any way but the world's best corn dogs food truck is probably one of the best it is the best i wouldn't say in the world because i haven't had a lot of corn dogs in my life <laughs> but <laughs> sure you have uh but it's the best definitely in utah so get a chance check out that food truck it's really yeah. good check out world's best corn dogs straight up but uh you know other than that life's been pretty normal just enjoying all of the trends that all the kids are enjoying as well yeah i'd say probably within the last month since we've recorded uh fidget spinners it's oh the yeah new craze. the new craze fidget spinners you know i even have one myself and, and i want one so i'm not gonna <laughs> lie it, it honestly it, not that i need it i'm not one of those people who's like oh i just need it to focus uh, no yeah, i just it's, it's just fun to spin it while i'm at work because we know we work in a call center doing whatever in between calls it's nice to just have something to occupy your hands <laughs> but it sounds cool. weird yeah, it does look pretty cool so i have a pretty cool pretty cool slow podcast i will i will be buying one just don't buy the one that I bought because it took a month to show up from China. <laughs> it was they're only $4, so, but... They're making so much money off of those. What else is new? What else have we... Uh... No, not much. Uh, this past week I went to a concert. Uh, the Shins. I'm sure many of you are familiar with The Shins. Amazing concert. But uh, one fun fact that I learned at this concert... Um, <clears throat> lead singer, <clears throat> goodness, uh, actually used to live in Utah uh, for a few years when he was a kid. He went to Roy Elementary School. Now that's uh, random, but really cool. random. Yeah, but cool. I guess his dad was a military guy and they moved around a lot, mm. spent some time in Europe, you know, but uh, went to Roy Elementary School. That's so such a small world because the show was up in Ogden, so that jury was, felt like he was back in home. <laughs> that was the Ogden Twilight, wasn't yeah. it? Ogden Twilight concert series, which reminds me, Ogden Twilight concert series has been killing it the past couple of years. Um, they just started, so I'll kind of ride in the coattails of the success of the Salt Lake City Twilight. You know, they started this other concert series, and it started, and they had some pretty good bands the first few years, but now they're booking bands like The Shins and OK Go. They're doing better, in my opinion, oh, with Ogden better. than they are the, the Salt Lake one. I think that one's kind of dying out. Well, so. yeah, the Salt Lake one, ton of people still go and pay to go, but the, I feel like the lineup gets worse every year, like yeah. lower and lower quality stuff, so I don't and know. the crowd, too. Like, I'm sorry, but just the people and the crowd yeah. are ridiculous at the... I, we Salt went. We went two year. I went two years ago, I think, to um, Death Cab for Cutie, and like you couldn't even hear him because everyone was just talking over him the whole time he was singing. Yeah. So, uh, Ogden, Ogden Twilight's nowhere near that. I mean, the people were there and they were all really engaged in the music. It sold out. 
Uh, so if you have a minute, check out their lineup. They still have a few more shows. Yeah. Mike I think Snow. one or two more shows. Uh, Mike Snow is not sold out yet, uh, so you can still get tickets. Um, but uh, definitely check that out. It's a cool summer concert series outdoors yeah. uh, in the lovely homeless town of Ogden. Um, <laughs> but Sorry, northern Utah sorry. people. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a cup of tea, but hey, you got good music, so I'll I'll uh, fancy a trip up there probably here pretty soon to see Mike Snow. I think so. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> also, speaking else? of summer, summer super hot. I'm sure most of the people listening to us are in Utah, and uh, I really hate it when it's like 100 degrees outside. I love it. On the other hand, at night though, I love it when it's nighttime because it's the perfect temperature. So that's true. That's that's like where I'm okay with it, and then definitely I prefer fall. So we'll get through this. We'll get through the heat. Yeah, it's perks living in a desert, but that's right. I don't know, but sometimes you got to stay inside, cool off, do some things inside. I've been binging uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, finally got on the Game of Thrones train because we got TV service and it came with HBO for a year. So we're like, well, might as well take advantage of it. Watch some some Game of Thrones. I've been watching Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. I don't even and know what that is. Well, it's just, it's been on for like, I think they're like on 17, season 17, but it's just this dude and his little crew of people and they go into some scary stuff and uh, gotta take it in doses, man. Some of those episodes are pretty gnarly. So huh. that's that's my that's my binging I've been doing lately. Ghost gotta Adventures. Gotta watch like a, like a happy, funny show after I watch them though because they're, they're pretty dark. Yeah, there's no way I would watch that before bed. I don't want to have bad dreams. Mm -mm. (laughs) Boogeyman. Yeah, boogeyman. Well, anyways, we'll uh, stop rambling here about our lives because I'm sure sure you guys have heard plenty of music. Yeah, we've got a fun-filled episode for you today. Some of the stuff we've been listening to recently, a lot of new music, Mm -hmm. a couple of older songs that uh, kind of creep their way back up to the playlists, but... We're going to start with the new one from my favorite band, Muse. This track is called Dig Down. When hope and love has been lost and you fall to the ground, you must find a way when the darkness descends and you're told it's the end you must find a way when God decides to look the other way and a clown takes the throne we must find a Face the firing squad Against all the odds You find a way Dig down Dig down Dig down And find faith When you're close to the end Gun to your head 
That was Dig Down by Muse. And Taylor, I feel like you're the Muse expert here, so what are your thoughts? I mean, expert's kind of a a big a big term, but uh, I definitely love Muse and stay up to date on all of their their doings and happenings. Um, they did just release Dig Down uh, a couple weeks ago. They didn't announce an album or anything, which I found surprising with the release of a new track. Um, but it's it's definitely one that's uh, pretty politically charged. If you couldn't get that from the lyrics, um, you know they have a lot to say. But I like the way that they handle um, kind of voicing their political opinions, kind of more artistically rather than rants on social media. I don't I can't know. stand those. Yeah, the Sorry. rants. We'll we'll probably talk a little bit more about the the social media rants later as we uh, get into some of the other songs. But uh, Muse just makes good music and i can never get enough uh they're gonna come to salt lake in september i got tickets for that for me and my wife we're pretty stoked on that it's a usana yep usana amphitheater it's gonna be a good time uh kind of i think it's early september so it's still gonna be pretty warm uh nice you know summer kind of summer summer evening show um always down for that um this song is kind of interesting uh, it could easily fit into their, not their most recent album, Drones, but the one before it, the, it's called The Second Law, um, which has the song Madness on it, which, I, you know, just by listening to it, you can kind of draw the comparisons between Dig Down and Madness. They're kind of yeah. carved out of the same... I first heard this song, and it, like, threw me off, because I thought it was the intro to Madness, right? and I realized <laughs> it was just enough off, and I was like, wait, and then listened to it, and... I, I really like this song. It's it's definitely a, a good song. I I for me Muse I kind of prefer their older stuff, but um, 
you know, there's definitely like times where I want to listen to their newer stuff and sound. And so this fits in perfectly with that. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's worth giving uh, their last few albums uh, a good listen through. Yeah, definitely. I, I love Muse. I can't, I could go on and talk about Muse for 3000 years. So <laughs> uh, we won't, but we're going to move over to our next track, um, which is a new one by a good old band named Alt J. And we, you know, I'm not going to apologize because I'm not sorry and you shouldn't be upset that there's going to be so much Alt-J in our podcast and in the next podcast, which Drop a Hint is going to be about covers. That's right. So they do a pretty awesome cover that we'll have in that next podcast. But anyways, uh, we'll get to this song here. It is called In Cold Blood off of their newest album. Zero Summer, 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 
Well, that was In Cold Blood by Alt-J. Um, easily one of the best Alt-J songs ever made, if not the best. Um, but my favorite off of the new album, Relaxer. If you haven't checked that out, give it a listen. There's only eight tracks. It's a quick It's a quick listen, um, but it's definitely worth your quality time. Quality over quality, oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, and I, I kind of dig that. You don't need 12 songs. 12 songs is good, but you don't need 12 songs if... The eight that you have are amazing. So, yeah, it's it became my favorite, which is hard to say. It's like choosing between a bunch of exotic sports cars. You know, that's do true. I want a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or a Porsche? I want all of them, and that's Alt J. Like, which song do I want the most? Mm-hmm. And good job in Cold Blood because you have won. The winner you would be is... my daily commuter if you were my car. Well, and. I mean, this song, it's getting serious radio play, which makes me happy. Anytime a band like this gets serious radio play, it, it makes me happy. It gives me faith in humanity that people actually like good Enjoyed music. Enough, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, sometimes you're like, don't forget who you were. And then they go. <laughs> Remember who you are, what you stand <laughs> for. <laughs> Return with honor. That's right. Uh, no, it seriously, though, it... it um, you know, all Jay, I'm, I'm glad they're getting that radio play because they deserve to be heard and, and their music. I think people should hear it because it's amazing. And mm-hmm. so for them to, to play it on the radio is pretty awesome. Um, some fun things about Alt Jay's song here. Uh, kind of a plug here for a podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, uh, there's a podcast out there called Song Exploder and I can't remember the host's name, but anyways, he gets the actual bands uh, on his podcast and they break down a song and they will go through for like 20 minutes explaining, you know, where they came up with the lyrics, the instruments and everything. Uh, There's a really good one for In Cold Blood where they have the band on there. I definitely recommend checking it out because there's some cool, you know, things that they did here. I think they had, there's in the song, if you play it back, there's like a pool, like a springboard, and then a splash. And I think they actually recorded that, like somebody jumping into the pool doing that. <laughs> That's and then awesome. Just like some cool things about the keyboards and instruments they used in it. Um, they have a little like cheerleading choir, I think, that they got, mm-hmm. like they hired or something. It was really cool. Anyways, just a lot of fun things in that song to check out. And then, um, you know, with that, uh, they, they have a really cool music video for this one. Definitely recommend it. It's a little bit, it starts off with like a mouse running through the woods and you think it's like a nature documentary and then it turns pretty dark. So, you know, there's like, it's kind of graphic. So if you're not into that stuff, you might not want to see blood and, and, you know, severed limbs and stuff, but it's actually really cool. So I, I check it out. Um, also recently Alt J did, um, a tiny desk concert uh which is through npr um where they get the band in you know at npr they get them in house and they set them up with kind of like like pare down the instruments and they're behind a small office desk and they do like a two or three songs live for npr then they record it put it on youtube uh so i definitely think you should check that out it's pretty cool they do one they do um uh in Cold Blood and another song called Adeline. So uh, that's uh, definitely one worth worth checking out. I think the one thing to note too that's really cool, 
and and nice when songs like this get popular is they tend to do a lot for them so they make music videos they have interviews they do these npr concerts and stuff so that's one thing i like you know when when these bands do get that that uh exposure they tend to have a lot of cool things come out on them so yeah lots of lots of cool facts that you wouldn't have known any other way so but uh we're gonna kind of move things down the line with our next track uh, this is one that was found and selected by Monty. It's called Without You by Gems. You know, I don't know much about them. Uh, it's just kind of one of those ones that, that popped up. So we're going to play this for you guys, and we'll come back and we'll we'll chat with you about it.
That was Without You by Gems. And uh, if you're trying to look this song up, it is kind of spelled differently. Kind of like the text version of Without. So it's W slash O and then a space and then just U. And then Gems obviously is the artist. So definitely check out Gems. They have a few songs that I've heard. Uh, Heartbreaker and White Light I would recommend. Uh, but really anything they do is amazing. And yeah, remember when it just showed up, I think it was probably on my like weekly playlist or something and uh, was listening to it while I was running and had to stop and I had to save it because mm. music's more important than running to me. So anytime I find something I want to add, I'm going to definitely make that my priority. But anyways. But uh, yeah, we did a little bit of research on gems just to kind of give you an idea where they're from. Um, I guess they met and started playing music together. Um while at the University of Virginia, uh, you know, after kind of getting started, you know, of course, like every other band, uh, moved to L.A. and are kind of enjoying the L.A. music scene. But uh, it's just, uh, I don't even have any words. That's an amazing song. Yeah. I love her singing voice. It's just unreal. I love the music, too, and I, like, uh, I really wish... If you need a good sound system, come to my house or come to Taylor's because mm-hmm. it just doesn't do it justice, you know, like on your, your phone or your headphones even, unless you've got some Beats, which I can't afford Beats, so I don't know how good they are. Beats <laughs> I hear are, they're pretty good, right? They're, they're pretty good. Uh, I've had, <clears throat> I got some some Beats at a really good price, but uh, they were probably just the the lemon ones because they they broke after a couple of months, so... Uh, the quality, as far as uh, how long they last, you know, we'll, we won't talk about that. But the sound quality was really good. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you need a good sound system, hit yeah. us up. But uh, maybe you have a better sound system than yeah. us. You probably have surround so sound. So listen to this music with it because definitely, definitely will uh, improve these songs. And I think oh, hands down, real, you get the real sound of what they recorded and stuff. So Hands down. Another thing to mention as well is a lot of uh, a lot of good music comes off of SoundCloud. It's kind of like a stepping stone for a lot of artists where you're kind of like, well, I've recorded a few songs with my friends. Now I want to get it out there. Uh, SoundCloud's a great place to find some artists. And I know with these guys, they kind of got their first internet following from from SoundCloud. And then, you know, from there, obviously, they're doing much better. They're on Spotify and more people know of them or getting to know them. So uh, I would recommend reaching, you know, not reaching out, but listening to SoundCloud. And uh, there's some pretty good music out there that's, you know, unfortunately just not exposed yet, but is really good. Yeah, not yet discovered. Um, as a matter of fact, that's where this podcast is hosted. Uh, we're on we're on SoundCloud. So um, we're, we're big fans of, you know, the service that they provide. And a lot of bands get found um, by hosting their music there. But, yeah, just uh, check it out. Check it out. It's worth it. Uh, on that note, we're going to move on to one of my favorite artists. And mm-hmm. uh, her name is Suzanne Sunford. And the song is White Foxes. We'll get into the song here and then uh, talk about it after.
Speaking of killer voices, I mean, come on. Uh, that was Norwegian singer-songwriter Suzanne Sunfer, and pff, just unbelievable. Pff, yeah, she's Unreal. been featured on a lot of stuff. You might recognize her voice, uh, probably other than her own work that she does. Uh, has done a lot of work with Royksop. Uh, Royksop mm-hmm. is like top three favorite bands for me. And she does a lot of songs with them. So you may, if you listen to Royx Up, you may be familiar with her voice or have heard her before. Uh, also, my favorite movie of all time. Just lots of favorites here in this little uh, section of the podcast. But a lot of favorites. Oblivion is my favorite movie of all time. And uh, I don't know. Not everyone's cup of tea. It's a sci-fi. It's got Tom Cruise. I know a lot of people hate Tom Cruise, but I his, feel like this is one of his better better movies he's his done. His part in that movie is good. He doesn't, he, he, I think he does a good job. Yeah. Not my favorite movie, but it's, I mean, it's one that I own. Definitely it's one that I watch, uh, you know, uh, a couple of times, you know, you know, every year I've got to pop in Oblivion. I love that movie, but also the soundtrack to that movie. is amazing. Yeah. And Suzanne Sunford does, uh, I believe it's the ending credits song on that. Mm. Uh, so check that out. And uh I should know this, and I feel embarrassed that I don't, but I believe it's M83 that does the soundtrack for that movie. So, uh, is it M83? Yeah, I'm that pretty sure it's right. M83. Um, Daft Punk does Tron. That's who else I was thinking yeah, of. But Daft yeah, Punk does Tron. M83 uh, did a great job with the soundtrack of that movie. Uh, kind of electronic, but also you got your classic you know, violin and, and symphony strings and your typical movie soundtrack. Uh, worth checking out. But uh, Suzanne Sunford, amazing artist. Another video I would recommend checking out is uh, the sound or the music video for this White Fox's song. Um, but yeah, Taylor has just confirmed M83 did the soundtrack to Oblivion, so I yes. do not need to be embarrassed. Thank you, Google, for uh, confirming that we we do remember things. But uh, some things about her: she is uh, Norwegian. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I love Scandinavian music. Uh, oh, yeah. Throw a shout-out to Iceland, too. Kind of hanging out there over in the ocean. But the uh, Scandinavian music scene is just killer. One of my favorites, and, and a lot of favorite artists come from them. But uh, she's Norwegian. Uh, she's an amazing pianist. Uh, all of the piano on that song was her. Check out her other songs as well. Uh, you'll hear a lot of her, her uh, piano work in that. But that is Suzanne Sunford. Check her out. Yeah. A lot of great songs out there. If you like her, uh, you may also be interested in, let's see who's similar, uh, Agnes Obel. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely one to check out. Uh, there's a couple, uh, but uh, kind of dive into that genre of music and you will not be disappointed. Definitely. Um, we're going to swing things over to the next track. It's the new one from one of my all-time favorite bands, Grizzly Bear. Uh, This one is called Morning Sound. i 
Hope you enjoyed Morning Sound by Grizzly Bear. Uh, thoughts, Taylor? Well, interesting to note, uh, the spelling of the word morning has the U in it. Um, I'm not sure if they're mourning someone or if it's just the British, British way of spelling it. <laughs> um, but, that yeah, that song is called Morning Sound. Um, I mentioned before the song, they're one of my all-time favorite bands. I mean, that's the, the honest truth. They're... You know, old music and most current music, really just uh, some of my favorites to just go back to and, and kind of chill out and relax to. We went and saw Grizzly Bear about three years ago. Three years. About yeah. three years ago at the Salt Lake City Twilight Concert Series, one of the, you know, one of their few good ones that year. I mean, most of the headliners that year weren't very good, but uh, Grizzly Bear came and we went and it was awesome. Awesome show. Yeah, they, the Twilight, I feel like every year you can count on to have just one killer artist come. Mm-hmm. I believe last year was Grimes. Uh, went with my dad and mom, who really like Grimes. So, yep. uh, fun fun concert. Uh, we went with them uh, before, Local Natives, and then Grizzly Bear. So, there's, mm-hmm. always a, there's always a concert to see there, and I'm excited, you know, to you know, see what comes out in the next few years for their, their lineup. Hopefully if they could do something and like make it like the Ogden twilight, but here in Salt Lake, so I have to drive as far and get those awesome artists, but somehow make the people less annoying. Yeah. And I don't know. And and there's no age limit or anything Mm -mm. in Ogden either, but for some reason, I feel like the people that maybe because it's so far out of the way. Yeah. The people want to be there. Yeah. The people that show up are the ones that, that really want to be there and are really there for the music. So um, I'm definitely grateful that we had the opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, to see Grizzly Bear live. Really inexpensive too. Yeah, that's was, the nice thing about these. Maybe that's why we get I mean, the, that's that many people. The Twilight the price, yeah. but five it's just ten like a bucks cool thing to hang out with. But. That's, that's pretty rad. But uh, my favorite track from from Grizzly Bear is called Sleeping Ute. Um, give that one a listen. It's uh, I think I originally liked it because of the name and it's got Ute in it and mm-hmm. i'm a utah fan go Utes. you know silly reason to like a song but turns out it's just a great song and i love it so i um, used to listen to that song a lot uh that album actually it came out i think it was 2012 2013 time we used to go on photo trips and just kind of cruise around and and hang out and that was mm-hmm. one of the songs that was on that playlist with the maccabees and local, local natives. natives and yeah yeah, we still remember them, but yeah. they, it's because they—they're oh, just so good. Yeah, it was—it was one of those—it was one of those summers where we went out all the time and like did tons of hikes and took tons of photos and went all around Utah and had our summer playlists. And Grizzly Bear was a big part of that, so that I think that's probably why they'll—they'll they'll stick out as one of my all-time favorite bands. Just you know, kind of nostalgia factor. Um, but yeah, just uh, give them a listen, you know. They they make really good music. Just watch out for Facebook posts because yeah. uh, sometimes uh, the lead singer likes to use their their uh, official you know Facebook page as a a venting site. And we talked about that earlier. Not really cool with that, but I'd rather you do it in your music or you know get like a side thing like your own Twitter account. You can go on about it and stuff. But I I don't like when they use their Facebook and. You know, yeah, the, they're they're trying to reach out to a, a select few people that may disagree with their opinions, and I just don't think it's a it's a good way to reach out to them. But yeah, you know, we won't fault them, and you know, 
I, I have my rants too. Yeah. We, Ask Taylor. We I have, have like 20 minute rants. So we have rants, but, uh, yeah, other than that, really awesome just band, awesome band, solid yeah. quality music. And I'm glad that they're, uh, coming out with a new album. It's been a long time, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, since, uh, 2012 was the last new album. So keep an eye out for new music. I think they just released a song a couple days ago. Um, so look out for that on Spotify, iTunes, whatever your listening pleasure is. But we're going to move on down to an older song by another one of my uh, favorite bands that I found a long time ago. Uh, But this song has been creeping back up on Monty's playlist. It's called Permanent Night by The Dig.
hope you enjoyed Permanent Night by The Dig. And yeah, this is one that was an older one and it's kind of come up on my playlist recently. Every once in a while, I'll go back to my really old songs, uh, give them a little bit of love because they kind of just sit there down on the playlist. But this is one of them and forgot how much I loved it when we first listened to it and still love it. Yeah, all those years ago. Um, And if you like it, good news for you. The Dig is making more music. They've made music since then. And they just released a brand new album about two months ago. So hop on to that, and and you've got plenty of new music to listen to if you're a fan of that. Fun fact, also, was was it the first or one of the first? It was probably number two or three, uh, our original blog that we did, the first edition of the print. We were blogging about it on, you know, the hosting site (laughs) Weebly.com. We stepped it up. We're on word. Uh, we now. featured a few uh, dig songs on that as well. I don't think that that domain is even in use anymore, so you probably won't be able to find it. But just a little fun fact for you: we did feature the dig uh, years ago. Now it was years ago. We're still we're still at it. It's been years, but uh, we're, we're not ne- going away. We'll never give up. <laughs> never give up. Never surrender. Where um, are the dig from? Uh, they're from New York City. Uh, a lot of good bands come from New York City. I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of New York bands. Um, kind of a a fresh uh, difference between them and I feel like the LA bands that are. I'm the, definitely an LA guy. Yeah, but he's, I respect he, both. He's definitely more the LA guy, kind of the cool. Which is funny because it's like, it's kind of the opposite when it comes to rap. I'm totally a New York like East Coast rap. I love that Wu Tang. Hmm. And, you know, West Coast rap, I, I'm kind of flip-flop, but I definitely love the L.A. sound of music, but some good stuff out of New York City, too. Yep. Great, great music coming out of those cities. Yeah, it's it's just interesting to, at least, I don't know if you guys can hear the difference, but I can, I feel like I can hear the difference between the bands that um, base themselves out of New York versus the bands that base themselves out of California. Um, that's why we always try and kind of point that out so you can under, you can kind of see just uh you know if you're into one type of music you can head to that Find city lots more yeah yeah that's um, the place to go but uh another band that is super amazing that's you know that we've been kind of uh listening to for a long time that's mm-hmm. called joy wave uh, they've got new music coming out new album coming out soon um seriously every track that they've dropped for this new album so far i think they've released four singles now um, before the album, which is kind of crazy, but every single one of them has been amazing. I just can't believe it. So you probably gonna... know they're so good. That's why they're just like, yeah. ah, I don't care if it's half the album that we're yeah, releasing we're not, here. We're not going to release now. We're just going to release twelve singles. <laughs> um, but uh, this is a track called "Shut Down" by Joywave, and then we'll be back. I have a few things to tell you about them.
that was Joy Wave. And Taylor had a rough time with this song. It, it kind of snuck up on me because we had the original playlist set up maybe about three yeah. weeks ago or something like that, yeah. a month ago. And uh, had the song It's a Trip, which is also one of those new songs that Taylor uh, had mentioned have been released. And... Taylor, why did you switch it out with Shut Down? I know, last minute I, I went into the playlist, took out It's a Trip and put in Shut Down. But uh, what it boils down to is kind of the overall feeling of the song. While It's a Trip, which you should still listen to, um, is a really good song. And it's definitely more of like a single vibe, like a radio single vibe. This one, ah, I can't even put it into words. There's a part in the chorus where he says shut it down and then it comes in with this guitar riff just a single riff on the guitar i don't know it it strikes a chord it's very almost a nostalgic feeling it's kind of like 80s sounding almost Mm -hmm. um some really good music from that era so i've just there's something about it just really gets to me so i decided that you know what i'm gonna switch it out i'd rather share this one you know and uh let you guys know that yeah, Joy Wave has amazing songs, but uh, this one is my favorite. Might be my favorite Joy Wave song of all time. We'll see. We'll the see new album. when the new album drops here shortly. But if you're not following them on Twitter, follow them on Twitter. They're really funny. Uh, I met those guys in person. I was lucky enough to uh, get hookups into X96. They did a, a live acoustic show. Uh two years ago i think and they were just cool to meet just interesting guys they're they're pretty funny and that lead singer is a cool guy too so definitely check out joy wave but uh we're gonna we're gonna end we have one more song to play for you guys and it's one that it's one of our favorite artists yeah and really influential i feel like mm. some of my favorite artists have kind of done stuff with this band uh came from this band uh, done side projects and so you've probably heard of them we don't care because they have new music coming out uh, it's queens of the stone age yeah we mentioned them on a previous podcast that if you didn't know about them uh you should probably get to know them and coincidentally a couple weeks later here they are with brand new music so i mean i don't know if us talking about it was what made them write new music i'm not gonna say it but maybe I'm going to talk about more bands. I want new music Yeah, that's from. right. Maybe we can get some, some sweet new stuff. But this song is called The Way You Used To Do uh, by Queens of the Stone Age. Um, just uh, just listen to it. We'll be back, and uh, you're going you're gonna to like it. I guarantee it.
across my beating heart. That was Queens of the Stone Age with The Way You Used to Do. Uh, arguably, Queens of the Stone Age is one of the greatest rock bands, uh, I guess, of our generation, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and up there uh, in kind of Hall of Fame status for me, uh, you know, kind of all time. I think they'll get there, too, definitely. to be honest. Oh, definitely. And so. they, they kind of have, they have this larger-than-life persona like people mention Queens of the Stone Age, everyone's like, oh yeah, easily one of the best bands ever. I wish they'd make more music, blah, blah, blah. And they're just amazing. So I'm glad that they're finally getting out there, making more music. Uh, they're actually coming to Salt Lake City in um, October, November? Yeah, I think it's October. I can't remember. It's Playing one of the with... Obers, Embers. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> one of, yeah. Embers. <laughs> one of the one of the burrs. <laughs> Had to think about that for a second. <laughs> um, but they're coming to town with Royal Blood, who we've mentioned and featured on our podcast. So yeah. if you're interested in that one, go check it out. But be wary. Ooh. Be aware. Uh, tickets are only available on Ticketfly, and they are ripping you off. Speaking of rants, <laughs> I'm oh sorry we're using this place for our rants, but service fees like i get it you know you gotta ship out tickets you gotta make some money that's fine but like usually they're like three dollars five dollars yeah up to i've seen upwards of even twelve dollars on an order of tickets and even then i was like you gotta be kidding me twelve dollars service fee what are you even doing but get this okay so i go on on thursday when the when the tickets go on sale i select two tickets for me and my wife and I go to the the checkout page and it gives me the taxes and then the service fee was eighteen ninety five. Eighteen ninety five. 
It's, for what? And it's online, and you're printing the tickets at home. So they're literally doing nothing other than having the other site. Other than hosting, yeah, other than hosting the site. And I'm sure they make plenty of money on ads on the side of the page. So I don't know what the deal is. So I didn't buy the tickets. I'm holding out. Hopefully I, the, the venue sells them or something. Yeah, I'm going to go try and run to the venue itself and see if I can buy them in person. Um, but be be weary. If you go on and get uh, completely destroyed by service fees, I warned you. But it's going to be an amazing show, which makes me so mad. I really want to go. But here we are ranting about how expensive it is. So, And just to, to show you how much we love Queens of the Stone Age and Royal Blood, we're probably going to do it. Yeah. And to us, it's worth it for those bands. But it's one of those, like, I don't want to... And it'd be one thing if, I mean, it ended up adding, like, $10 per ticket, right? So, if they had just even advertised the price of the ticket at that $10 more price and not charged the service fee, I would have been, been down for it, you know? But the fact that it's labeled as a service fee, it's like this moral fight that i have against it i can't i can't pay a service fee uh, kidding me but anyway enough about the service fee i'm sure it's not queens of the stone age fault um nor royal blood's fault so i really want to go support the music you know hopefully they play some of their uh their older stuff yeah. as well which is you know kind of the reason why we we love them so much uh yeah their new music is going to be great but i mean if you if you haven't heard their older albums like uh, Era Vulgaris, which I believe is your favorite album. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, it's my favorite. Um, that one, and then uh, Songs for the Deaf, I think, mm. are probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then the the one that was before this album that's coming out, um, like Clockwork, I believe. Yep, like Clockwork. Um, awesome, awesome. Just great music. Check out Queens of the Stone Age if you're not already on with them. They've they've done everything. They've played with everybody they've you know featured and, and kind of had really famous people play alongside them yeah uh dave Grohl, he's probably like my biggest music idol and unbelievable uh he does everything literally Guitar, i was just about to say drums that. sings and he actually played the drums for uh in 2001 for the songs for the deaf, uh, their third album, he did the drums on that and recorded with them. So that's check that's it out. Pretty gnarly. I mean, just a guy that's as musically talented as him playing alongside you. You know, he's the front man for the Foo Fighters. He was the drummer for Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Just cool guy, and it's awesome to you know be able to say that he was part of Queens of the Stone Age for for an album and and help them kind of create one of their best albums to date. So. Definitely go go check them out. Keep listening. Um, but yeah, that's it for us today. Um, we're going to get going on, on some more music podcasts for you. Uh, that way you're not going so far in between hearing our lovely voices. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. And we'll see you on for volume number six, our covers special. See you later. Signing off. <laughs>